Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. This is Optimal Health Daily, Episode 92. 10 Ways to Do a Low-Carbohydrate Diet the Right Way, Part 1, by Ben Greenfield of bengreenfieldfitness.com. Get ready to maximize your potential with Optimal Health Daily, the podcast that brings you the best content in health, fitness, and nutrition five days a week. Your optimal life awaits. Now here's your host, Dr. Neil Malik. Hello, happy Tuesday. Welcome back to Optimal Health Daily, where I read some of the best health and fitness blogs to you, occasionally with commentary and occasionally with some bad impressions. I'm Dr. Neil, the guy who's acting as your personal narrator for free, and I answer your questions every Friday. So don't forget to send one in at oldpodcast.com. If you do, you'll be entered into small special raffles to win books from us. For those of us in the US, this is a short week. Thanksgiving is only two days away. My wife and I have been prepping because we're hosting, so we've already started the cleaning process, cleaning the bathrooms. We're going to be vacuuming and mopping the floors, oh, probably tomorrow evening. So it's time to ramp up all the preparations. And how ironic that we're talking about a low-carbohydrate diet right before we load up on all those carbs on Thursday. So today's post is sort of a continuation from yesterday, but not exactly. Yesterday, I read Ben Greenfield's warnings about a low-carb diet what he called hidden dangers. At the end of the article, he said that there's a way to do it the right way. And so that's the article we'll be hearing here today. But it's about twice as long as normal articles are read to you. So this one will be broken into two parts. We'll hear half today and the rest tomorrow. All right, let's hear part one of the post as we optimize your life. 10 ways to do a low carbohydrate diet the right way. Part one by Ben Greenfield of bengreenfieldfitness.com. A few days ago, Ben posted about the 10 hidden dangers of a low-carbohydrate diet. If you recall from that article, he mentioned that he's certainly a fan of low-carb diets and referenced how physically active individuals may be able to actually benefit from strategic low-carbohydrate intake. In his article, Four Reasons to Think Twice About Eating Carbohydrates Before a Workout, or if you're a Rockstar Triathlete Academy member, the article, five ways to get a big carbohydrate-restricting performance advantage. He basically summed it up like this, which you can also hear on yesterday's show. In a nutshell, pun intended, as you begin to increase carbohydrate consumption above the levels that you need for survival or periods of intense physical activity, you lose your ability to rely on fat-burning mechanisms and you experience the damaging effects of chronically elevated blood sugars, including neuropathy, which is basically nerve damage, nephropathy, which is kidney damage, retinopathy, eye damage, increased cardiovascular disease risk, potential for cancer progression, because tumor cells feed on sugar, 
and bacterial or fungal infection. So if the dangers of a low-carb diet that we mentioned yesterday didn't deter you and you're bent on banning bread, take heart. There is a way to do a low-carbohydrate diet the right way. Here are 10 ways to eat a low-carb diet while avoiding common mistakes. 1. Time carbohydrates wisely. This one is a biggie, so we'll start with it. One of the main reasons for eating a low-carbohydrate diet is because your blood sugar levels stay far more stabilized. But there is a time that you can consume carbohydrate without causing your blood sugar levels to go on a roller coaster ride, and that time is immediately before, during, or after exercise. So, if you're on a low-carbohydrate diet, I highly recommend carbohydrate intake for exercise sessions that are 1. intense, 2. involve weight training, and 3 are longer than two hours in duration. Although many folks use this as an excuse to eat more carbs than they should, there is certainly truth to the fact that, quote, fat burns in the flame of carbohydrate. Meaning, if you constantly are carb depleted due to zero calories of glucose intake, you can shut down your body's natural fat burning capabilities. So if you're planning on exercising, try to get at least 500 to 600 calories of carbohydrate per day and eat them before, during, or after your exercise session if you want them to not affect your blood sugar levels in a potentially damaging way. Two, take into consideration your body fat levels. If you're fat, you're going to have more fat to burn. Look down at your waistline. Do you have layers of fat that you can grab? A beer belly? Muffin tops? All of that is fat that can be mobilized if you're on a low-carbohydrate diet. But if your body fat is under 7 to 8% as a male, or in the low teens as a female, then it is highly likely that you're going to struggle with a consistently low-carbohydrate intake, specifically during exercise sessions. So, if I have a client who is 30% body fat, I have no issues with that client staring at the ceiling awake at night craving carbohydrates as their body mobilizes fat tissue for energy, and I generally continue to advise them to watch their carb intake. But if that person is 6% body fat, it is far more likely that they're going to need that extra fat for insulation or essential fat stores, in which case it might be a good idea to go slam a bowl of rice. Three, don't eat processed I mentioned this in my last article, that typical low-carbohydrate meal replacement bars and shakes, ice creams or ice cream sandwiches, and other low-carb or sugar-free snacks often contain potentially unhealthy ingredients like malitol and are chock full of preservatives and highly processed ingredients. If your low-carbohydrate diet involves boxed, wrapped, and packaged food, it probably falls into this category. Get this through your head. Whether a food is low-carbohydrate or not, if it is something you see advertised on TV, magazines, or newspapers, you probably shouldn't eat it. If it's something you can easily recognize and identify where it grew and how it got to your plate, it's probably okay to eat. This means that avocados are cool, Guacamole from your grocery store that has, and this is a popular brand, the following ingredients, skim milk, soybean oil, tomatoes, water, hydrogenated vegetable oil, which includes coconut oil, safflower and or corn oil, eggs, distilled vinegar, avocado pulp, onions, salt, non-fat dry milk, egg yolks, lactic acid, sugar, whey, and about 30 other ingredients is not cool. This is just one example but I think it gives you a pretty good idea of what I'm getting at. Eat real food, not processed. Four, inject carbohydrate loading days. This is another biggie. Long-term carbohydrate deprivation leads to a complete depletion of your body's stored glycogen levels, depression of your immune system, 
decrease in metabolic function, and a host of other issues that you may be able to put up with if you're content to lie around on the couch, but that you're guaranteed to get completely destroyed by if you're planning on regular physical activity or competition like CrossFit, triathlons, or marathons. Fortunately, there's an easy fix, and this is a big part of Ben's new book, Low Carbohydrate Diet for Triathletes. Simply inject strategic carbohydrate refeeding days into your exercise routine, either the day before your biggest workout day of the week or the day of your biggest workout of your week. On this day, you double or triple your normal carbohydrate intake and eat at or slightly above your total calorie needs. The disadvantage of doing this the day before your biggest workout of the week is that you're often resting on that day and being sedentary while eating a ton of carbohydrates is not that great for your blood sugar levels. The disadvantage of doing it the day of your biggest workout of the week is that sometimes you're too busy exercising to eat much, but this is only really an issue for someone like an Ironman triathlete. Five, hear that in tomorrow's episode. You just listened to part one of the post titled 10 Ways to Do a Low-Carbohydrate Diet the Right Way by Ben Greenfield of bengreenfieldfitness.com. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it filters out incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash health. Just go to indeed.com slash health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast indeed.com slash health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash specialoffer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash specialoffer. Now, as I mentioned, I'll read you part two tomorrow. The other thing I want to mention is actually to clarify a couple of things. Ben's right in that if your blood sugar levels stay high and they stay high for years and years, they can cause some of the damage that he mentioned physiologically, like retinopathy or eye damage nerve damage, those kinds of things. But the jury is still out when it comes to cancer. We know that yes, tumor cells feed on glucose. But does that mean if your blood sugar levels are high or if you have diabetes, you're automatically gonna get cancer? No, there are so many other mechanisms involved that I don't want you all to be super concerned that, uh uh-oh, I gotta track my blood sugar all the time because I may get cancer. That's not quite how it works. But it's definitely good to keep your blood sugar levels within the normal range as often as possible. For most healthy adults, that would be between 70 
to 99 milligrams per deciliter. Milligrams per deciliter is just a way of measuring concentration. And if you're curious about where your blood sugar levels stand, it's a really easy test that your doctor can run the next time you see him or her. Now, like I mentioned at the top of the show, I answer your questions right here on the podcast every Friday in our special Q&A episodes. Last Friday was about apple cider vinegar and the whole trend surrounding that. So you can ask anything related to diet, fitness, nutrition, or even stress management. You can call or leave a message with your question. The phone number is 61-I-LOVE-O-H-D or you can also send in an audio question through our site, oldpodcast.com. And don't forget, if you send in a question, you're entered into special raffles to win books every month, and there's a really good chance that you'll win. That's it for today. I hope you have a great rest of your Tuesday, and I'll be back tomorrow to wrap up this post from Ben Greenfield. So stay tuned for that, where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this show, and Optimal Living Daily, the brother podcast of this one. Literally, I'm Dr. Neil's brother. If you like the format of this show, you'll love Optimal Living Daily too, where I also read to you from blogs, but cover other topics like personal development, finance, and minimalism from bloggers like Derek Sivers, The Minimalists, Zen Habits, and many more. So for more amazing content read to you for free, come subscribe to Optimal Living Daily too, and together we'll optimize your life. You've been listening to Optimal Health Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us and remember, your optimal life awaits.